Oh no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey guys. Uh, uh, driving home from work. Wanted to share something strange that's been going on. So, uh, every day around lunchtime at work, I, uh, walk over to the gas station to get a coffee and something to eat, right? And the dudes that work there are, like, totally classic gas station dudes, like, always laughing, you know, joking around, like, playing metal on their phone at work, you know, sometimes not even in uniform, whatever. Um, so, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, like, joke around, like, I'll I'll say, hey, can you stamp my uh, coffee card, right? Can you stamp this? And he'll be like, no. And then I'll be like, oh, just kidding, you know, and then stamp it. Have to one, like, you know. So the other day, I was uh, I was wearing headphones while I was getting uh, uh, rung up. And the guy behind the counter, you know, same old dude, he's like, hey, man, like, what are you listening to? And I said, oh, you know, it's just a podcast. And uh, he says, oh, uh, what podcast? I say, called Your Kickstarter Sucks. He just says, oh. And since that day, I'm not kidding. They, they've just totally been serious when I'm there. Like, not joking around, just, like, ringing me up for the coffee, the food. Like, no, no joking. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I don't know if I'm the first caller to report this phenomenon, but maybe you guys can uh, shine a light. All right. Uh, love half the show. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Apparently, the world's longest answering machine. Hello. When does this thing cut off? <laughs> hey. Guy's fucking leaving his whole life story about his gas station guy or something. And then, you know, I, we don't I, have, do we have all day? I don't even know. I couldn't make heads or I tails. Find, of it. I don't have time to find out if we have all day now. Because he the, took up too much time. Because of the guy. Yeah, we we're crunched for time. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to the program. Welcome in. Everybody gather around. Come on. Everybody get in get here. Get on in here. Get Make on in. Room. Sit down. Scooch, scooch over. Hey, it's okay. You if scooch you over. Let's try to, let's go towards the middle, okay? Because I know we always want to be on the edge in case we have to go potty in let's the middle. bring it in. But let's bring it in. Um, no, I don't think we've ever had a report of that happening before. Someone saying, I'm listening to your Kickstarter sucks and then uh, effectively getting iced out of social interaction from that point forward i don't think that's ever happened do you, can you recall that ever happening um no the only time i think that uh anything bad happened because of our show was oh i know what you're gonna say what was i gonna say i was actually just giving you more time to think of something oh, i didn't shit. um was when take it to the house mike <laughs> that big tragedy happened and all the because yeah. the guy was the guy uh dri driving the uh dirigible or what have you was oh, okay. uh, listening to the podcast and yes. then he, he fell asleep at the wheel and oh, oh the humanity and what what have you oh the huge manatee yeah you got to be kind of an old head to appreciate pulled it off me just now right yeah, and I think saying huge manatee also was a big part of why that was probably a secondary kicker on that. I think most of the time when people say 
what are you listening to? And then the person they're talking to says, your Kickstarter sucks. I think immediately they stop what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They kick open the doors of whatever car or building they're in. And they say, hey, everybody, we got a hero here. And they have a big parade. And they're going down the uh, what the main boulevard of town. Yeah. And they've got the floats. And one of the floats is... One of the floats... S something Snoopy. from our show. Oh, Snoop Snoopy. Goopy. Oh. One and of the, the mayors, the mayor's there, and he has the big key, and he's like, "I'll give this key to these gentlemen, or whatever the fuck." What are mayors saying all the time? I don't know. I don't know. As I've said before, I, I've tuned out on the mayor when the mayor who was fucking the security guard in the cemetery got kicked out. I was not interested in mayors anymore. Very goth mayor we had. When they said, you know what, all this stuff you've been doing where you're going and you're taking this, you're taking this guy who's supposed to protect you and you're taking him into the, the very, very creepy, I might add, cemetery. Yeah. And fucking him on a gravestone. People are, don't know what we're talking about. It's the well, former mayor of Nashville. Well, this is true. He's having sex with their security guard. Do you know what the actual facts of the thing are beyond what I just said? I don't know. We're going to get sued for libel. We didn't fuck in the, he just ate my ass. You know, I think that's considered sex. That's a good point. That's what I'm saying. This and is, I'm confident that we would win this lawsuit. I missed a calling as a lawyer because I think I would be able to get up in front of everyone and say, actually, isn't it true? And this is this is in the case law that Bill Clinton said that he did not have sex with Monica Lewinsky. However, she mm -hmm. I mean, look, she sucked him off. Don't be fucking. I don't know what else to say. Don't say suck off. Okay. Say oral pleasure. She like a normal person. She put her mouth on him. She yeah. put her mouth on him on his undershorts. And that's um, and in front of the Supreme Court they said, which by the way, I think the Supreme Court is just a regular court with sour cream. That's what I actually think. So let me get this straight. You think a, a Supreme going into that? <laughs> But with that, and that's what they said. And they said, we're going to have to, they got the, after they did all of the testimony in court, they, they called the president into their office and they said, we're going to have to let you go. Yeah. Because we found out that it is actually, that counts as sex. It counts. When she, when she sucked on your business, it actually did make it sex. What, what about over the pants stuff? Is he saying? If you got pleasure from it, it's sex, Mr. President. I'm Any sorry. pleasure is sex. Any pleasure is sex. If you're experiencing pleasure, that is sex. And you will get removed from president. And God will turn his face from you. Oh, man. So, unless you're married. There's a very <sighs> narrow set of circumstances where God thinks it's okay to feel good. But the rest of the time, it's got to yeah. be pretty bad. God's like, um, hey, this is, um, this is so fucked up. I forget if you guys are married. Can you tell me real quick <laughs> and don't fucking lie because I'm God. God is so catty. I don't get it. He is. Yeah. yeah, he's omniscient, but the man really loves making you feel sorry. Man, sorry. Whatever he is, whatever God is, we don't know. And we won't know until it's our time. Till it's time to go, you know, and we'll never know the time. Isn't that fun? Isn't That's that cool fun. that we'll never know? Yeah. Imagine how different the world would be. If we knew when we were going to croak off. That's the basis for my uh, script I'm writing with uh, Jim Carrey or whatever the fuck. I feel like that could be a... Why not? 
I don't know. He's in they a show movies, now. They make movies about talking cars. Okay. Okay. Name one. Cars. Okay. And then, Fine. Probably, name a sequel. Um. So they can make that movie, huh? They could make the movie about. And in fact, they did. So the Justin Timberlake. Did you ever see that? Did I ever see Justin Timberlake? Yeah, in my uh, 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 little sister's uh, CD collection. Correct. On her, on her CD shelf. I saw that. JF. Yeah. I was talking about a movie. Um, he was in a movie where they had time on their arm and they could oh, juice yeah. it up like at Dave and Buster's. And you could go get more time by becoming rich and f- fabulous. Cool. And you could get more time, but it would always, t- it would be counting down constantly. I'm out of minutes. Yeah. I'm out of minutes because it used to be on your phone card. Now it's on your life card. They didn't sell it that way. Yeah. But they didn't bring me in, so I couldn't help them. Legally, I couldn't help them sell the movie. A lot of stuff like that. It's like, okay, but really, maybe, you know? Well. Don't you think it's like that a lot? What you mean is sometimes (laughs) when you see something, it does seem like even though it's not real, I Uh, mean, what's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference, honestly, between... What's the difference between a world where you get in a spaceship and you go around and you fly around the earth and you get there and there's another earth and it's got monkeys on it and you're like, what the fuck? I thought this was normal earth. And it was like, no, actually you're the monkeys here. Or it's just like the, wherever we live where you, uh, where you have to like, you got to go to the DMV and they, you got to print out your paperwork and they say, sorry, the printer's out of ink. How's it any different? It's basically the same. It's the exact same premise. They're cribbing from my life. I should get paid. You're just walking around. You know, I do that every day. Most of that's what movies is. I went and saw a movie. Yeah. Did you hear about this? (laughs) I've seen a movie. (laughs) No, I saw Parasite. Yeah. It was very, very good. I thought it was good too. Oh, you saw it as well. Yeah. I pirated it. That's what's up. Now that's not cool. Whatever, dude. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I th- I thought it was very very good. Um, I liked it a lot, and uh, a lot of that movie is just like if you take away the. Par- I mean, there's a twist in it. Of course, I'm not going to ruin it. There's no spoilers on this. I'm not going to say what actually happens in oh, the movie. Ch- uh, Chubby Checker shows up. Is the go ahead? Uh, I think maybe. In all seriousness, if you think that's what happens, you need to actually go into the theaters and see the movie because I think there's a problem with the copy that somebody you got. Spliced my copy. Somebody messed. Somebody doctored. The- I know the weird half hour, forty five minutes of Chubby Checker in the middle is like fucking weird. But- Most of that, if you take away the twist of the movie, if you take away the suspense, if you take away the action, if you take away the the <laughs> metaphor that really the whole movie is based around. Yeah. A lot of the movie is just like people like standing around and talking or like maybe maybe sitting down. Yeah, that's true. It's like I do this every day. Pick and pick one, you know, now you're I get confused a lot of times when I'm watching movies and in one scene, some guy's standing up and then they cut to uh, the next scene of him and he's sitting down. It's like, can you rewind the make up your mind? If you have a story in mind, you want to tell? Don't get bogged down in the details yeah. of the guy standing up, sitting you down. You are going to lose people. That's how you get people leaving your movie. I saw a lot of people get up and walk <laughs> out at the point in the movie. And you saw this, and this is not a spoiler. <laughs> but at the point in the movie 
where the guy is walking from the kitchen and he goes around the corner and then it's the living room. I saw a lot of people get up and walk out because they're like, I don't know if I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. Are we in the kitchen? Are, are we, we in the, the living room? Living? I think I see the living room, but now this is the kitchen. I right. They couldn't. It was too dense. It was a fucking. A couple like of them, somebody yelled fire. Fucking. One guy did sheepishly come back in later and he said, I talked to the projectionist <laughs> and he said, said, this is how it's supposed to look, I guess. And we were all like, oh, really? What? You know, you know it would help just a fucking, just a little uh, handout. Before your film. Right. You know, hey, this film actually has several different scenes in it. Yes. In different locations. Don't get scared like a spooked horse who saw a rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah. Charge the usher. Well, but see, the only problem with that is, is sometimes you're going to be able to hand out that pamphlet and then at times something will go wrong with the movie. And then you'll be looking at the pamphlet and looking at the screen like I, I can't. Yeah. So my thought on this, and I, I thought about this, I think what you should do is you should have a guy, you know, the sign spinner guys that are outside like the cell phone store or whatever. Yeah. Have a sign spinner guy in every theater and the sign says the movie is working normally. Mm-hmm. Everything you're seeing on the screen is what's supposed to be happening right yeah. now. And he's like spinning it or whatever. And then when something Huge goes sign. wrong, big sign, <laughs> big sign, big screen. Everyone's got to be able to see the sign. Huge type on this ginormous sign. But go, yeah. And when something goes wrong, he's able to flip the sign over and say, actually, there's something not something's not quite right with this. Yeah. And then you just go, OK, they've got it. It's under control. I know we're all we're having a laugh for the most part. But I, what I would mm-hmm. I, what I would really like to see is someone. If you buy a if you buy a ticket to the movies, mm. they assign someone to sit with you and explain the movie to you and calm you down, and you can lay on them too, if you want. And they have a piece of ice they can put in your mouth sometimes, <laughs> just for the tactile sensation of knowing that there's someone there. That's Loki's Thor's brother. <laughs> I've Yay! Got, I've got the ice in my mouth. Okay, thank you. Um, no, but I, that does remind me though. I did have another idea that's not movie related. What's up? I had, I was driving in my car. You ever do that? Yeah, driving I love driving the in the car, buddy. You know me. I'm a driving fool. Almost said that a little too enthusiastically. Starting to wonder if you've actually driven around in your car of before. Of course just I the have. Way you're... Of course I have. You have the big wheel and the, uh, the, all, the all the other things, you know, the knobs and whatnot. Hmm. Hmm. Everybody in the audience is like, hmm, I'm not. Speaking to my alien friend, uh, let's, uh, you know, right. a, a motor uh, vehicle, that fucking comic thing. I'm not even going to try to. <laughs> um, I did have this idea. I thought, you know, ATMs, you got to go to the ATM, get the cash. Yeah. Got to get the cash out. Right. But when it comes to which ATM to go to nowadays, a lot of people either have, they either have one bank where it's like, I have to go look for my bank's ATM or they have an online bank. Where it's like, well, no matter which ATM I go to, I get like $3 back. They'll reimburse the fees or whatever, right? So essentially, the ATMs are in really high competition with each other for which one you go to. They're like battling it out in the marketplace of ideas all the time. Yeah. ATMs, the cash machines, you understand? Yeah. I thought it would be a cool way to differentiate yourself because they're making money on the fees, right? Mm-hmm. Every time you go to the fee, the ATM, they charge you $3, $4, $5. You know, six dollars, seven, sometimes seven dollars, seven fifty, eight dollars. Yeah, keep on going down the line. Casinos, nine dollars, ten dollar fee. Strip club, ten dollar, eleven dollar fee. Eight, eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand dollar fees. Before you know it, you're almost tapped out. Yeah, 
but you still, I mean, you still got to keep, you still got to get the cash out. Still gotta get what are you, you going to get the cash out? You're going to say no to the fee and go find another one? I don't think so. Here's what my thought was for ATMs though. And tell me why you couldn't do this. There's one, you start up an ATM company and it's called, it's called something cool. Just some cool idea for an ATM company. Just anything cool. Yeah. Oh, you want me to think of one? I don't know. Anything cool you can think of. I came up with cool ATM. <laughs> but if you had anything else, I think I could cut you in on this early. I think maybe that you nailed it right off the bat. Cool okay. ATM. Cool ATM. You could call it. Mm-hmm. Let's say. Or super cool ATM. Whatever. Well, don't, go, don't go crazy. Okay. Cool ATM. And you go to the cool ATM and it says on the sign, it says, hey, just so you know, just FYI, we're the cool ATM. They say FYI. FYI. Yeah. This ATM... But it has in parentheses, for your information. Just because there's some people who won't know, yeah. FYI, this, for your information, this ATM imposes a fee of whatever, $3. Uh-huh. $4. $5. 6 7 whatever, $8. $8,000. Could even be $8,000 damn dollars on the fee, doesn't matter. And then it says, but... This is a this is a cool branded cool ATM, and uh, one out of every one hundred withdrawals on this ATM, we actually give you twenty bucks extra, <laughs> free twenty bucks. So it's like a lottery system. No, we can't use the word lottery. Oh, uh, okay. We cannot use that word. It's a bonus. <laughs> And one out of every 100 customers will receive the bonus. And you now you don't know which one you are. You just go up, you say, oh, I need my 20 bucks. I need my fast 40 bucks. I need my 60. I need my hot 80. Yeah. Whatever. I got to pull. I got to pull a slick hundo out of here. Whatever it is. And one time out of 100, you're going to get an extra 20 bucks. And then a little light goes up on the thing and says, congratulations, you won. You $20. Won the, the cool ATM bonus 20 of the day. $20 minus fees. You still got to pay the fee. charge. And the fee goes up when you win the money, too. Digital because, taxes. There's a lot of just red tape. Yeah. But... It's 20... All in all, it's 20 It's bucks. not even your money. It's it's their money. It's their giving back. Yeah. It's actually charity. Yeah. Can't use that word charity, probably. No, but it's that. it's similar to a charity in a lot of ways. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was my idea for a business and... um. I don't really have many ideas. So when one comes through, it's like, yeah, I, you're on all, you're firing on all cylinders. You I'm gotta, like calling people and stuff. You got a fucking, you got a loan already. <laughs> oh man. Uh, do you remember this? All right. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I ripped most of the song. You don't have to play all of it though if you don't want to. It's the Bloodhound Gang with uh Oh boy. With what was it? Jerk what was it jerking jerk your, off? Jerk yourself. Jerk, Why not? Jerk hey, yourself in it's, calm or it's something. the 90s. We can say whatever we want. It's disgusting. I don't know. So that's what that was. Several years after that song fell off, people were like, that's a good ass song. And it's like, dude, that song wasn't good when it came out. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. You did not think that song was good when it came out? How old were you when that came out? I was probably 15, 16, something like that. Maybe. So you had already decided what was cool, what wasn't cool. Yeah, I think I had a pretty good handle on it. Me and my uh, big Jinko jeans. Right. That I probably wore back then. Yeah. 
my Mark Echo shirt, listening to ICP or whatever the fuck I listened to when I was 15. I was a Lee Pipes guy. Yeah. Lee Pipes. Now you're a freaking crack pipes guy. You have a serious, you have a serious problem. That's not a joke. I'm just kidding. So is it a joke? Is it not a joke? I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my grip. Yeah, it's tough to hang on. Uh, let's do the six pack, Mike. Welcome to the fucking six pack, everybody. We're going to do six Kickstarters. Uh, oh boy. You're going to love them. You're going to love the way you, uh, you're going to like the way you listen. You're going to like the way you listen. Mm. It's not bad. We've said worse. That's not. Could be better. That's not that yeah. bad though. That's pretty. That's okay. So, uh, and that's all I have to say about, uh, that. Um, oh, actually, we did. We did forget, Mike. We forgot. We forgot to do something. And, what did we forget? Hmm. What did we forget? Well, we forgot to say. We actually. This is cool. This is actually in classic YKS fashion. We actually forgot to talk about what we forgot to talk about. Um, which is fine. And <laughs> I would say that there's no. There's very clearly no cognitive decline. Between us. Yeah, mostly uh, 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 you, because I'm good to go. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <So laughs> I was that, saying, I'm, I'm the more coherent one. Of so, that, so that right there makes me feel like it's maybe not the case that you're yeah. the more coherent one. Um, okay. I'll let you have it. You're going to let me have that one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we, what we actually have to do, Mike, and this is, un, this is unreal, but it is true. We actually have to do an apology of the week. Apology of the week. The apology of the week is where we we really get down on our knees here and say, um, in all seriousness, all joking aside, we fucked up. And it's not easy for a guy like me to do. Sort of like a leather jacket guy who is like deceptively strong talking about yourself yeah i guess i'm strong i'm mentally strong <laughs> i guess dude i have a very strong mental i feel like i i feel like i could grab a hold of you pretty easy yeah then what that's where that's where the mental toughness comes in is once you get your that's, no that's basically 90 percent of it you get a good strong grip on somebody they ain't going nowhere all right well what if now look what i got Two two grabbers right here. Okay. Well, what if I? What about this? What if actually you thought you were grabbing me, and I tricked you into grabbing uh, something else? Like someone was like, like standing, a mannequin or something. Yeah, it was like behind like a curtain or something. That's what you actually grabbed. Yeah. That is where my type of mental strength comes in. That you're not you're not able to. Actually, it probably wouldn't happen because I would be wearing heat vision goggles, so and I would see through the curtain. Okay, but. Nice try. Okay, you win this round, smart <laughs> grab guy. Um, we have to apologize, Mike, because this I don't think this has actually ever happened before, or if it happened, it happened so long ago that who could possibly care? 
Um, we accidentally only did five Kickstarters on episode 121. Oh, no. Yeah. That's why. Sorry. Uh, cut to the guys in the stock market, and there's papers shooting yeah. out, and they're going like, oh, my God. Blowing their fucking brains out. Jumping out of the yeah. that, fucking 40th floor or whatever. Doesn't have to go that dark, necessarily. <laughs> on the phone with his wife. I love you so much. Could just be that they're upset. Doesn't have to be it's necessarily that they're suicidal. Um, if it's all over, I'm taking a few of you out with me. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Stock market guy. Yeah. But we did forget to do one, and that's the truth. That's true. But you know what's funny is a long time ago, we did seven of them, I remember. So, kind of. Is that true? Kind we, of even. Yeah. Did we actually that? do seven we one did time? seven one time. So, really, there's nothing to apologize for. Nothing to apologize but for. But that's when you apologize. <laughs> because that way, you've built up the goodwill. Uh-huh. So, the next time we mess up and don't apologize, then we're back to square. Yeah. And this is the kind of stuff that you'll never see coming when you try to get those grabbers on me. I will already be. You think you're grabbing me. You're actually grabbing. Just a dust outline of your, of your body. Correct. I'm already, already gone. I'm down the hall. Yeah. I did the thing where I went into a door on the right side of the hallway and somehow came out of a door on, on the, the left, left side. side of the hallway. Yeah. And you're going like. Buh, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> just an absolute caveman the one we forgot to do mike we actually went through the trouble of putting it into the script and we mm-hmm. forgot to talk about it. it's called two tweets and a lie two tweets and a lie a card game for people into unhinged nutty and just just straight up mental tweets okay okay i'm loving this this is for you i know um <laughs> This is the about section on this, what this guy says. He says, one day I was scrolling through Twitter and came across this tweet from Anna Kendrick. Now, Anna Kendrick, we all know, we all love Anna Kendrick. Who's Anna Kendrick? (sighs) Come on, just explain it to me. Who is it? She's... Don't make me mad. Grab a hold of you. Who is... (laughs) She's from... uh, She's from Pitch Perfect. She's from... uh, Okay. Uh, that movie with Blake Lively I watched with my wife one time, where uh, The Simple Plan or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, just in case, just in case you haven't seen that movie, not as all, not as everything that it, what it's cracked up to seem in that movie. There's a little bit behind the uh, what lies beneath the surface on that one. So look out. Um, and the tweet from Anna Kendrick, um, great. You know, she's great. She's great. She says, "Does the Food Network use music recycled from '80s porn, or do I want to fuck that souffle?" She wrote this. I don't know. You can just see this. This is just anywhere. You can look Jesus. at this. And he says, then I texted my friend Max, and Max is cool. Uh, he doesn't say that Max is cool. I just, I don't know, Max. I always like the name Max. Sounds cool, right? It sounds like a cool name. I hated Mike, you know? Yeah. You wanted Shitty to be name. Max. I wanted to be Max. You know, I wanted to be Jason. Yeah? Jason. What if the show were Jason and Max? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Your Kickstarter kicks ass with Jason and Max. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. Hey guys, what's up? We're gonna be talking about Kickstarters today on the just a really animated me and a, Yeah. Hey, thanks, Max. Thanks for showing up I to my know, beach condo. What would be the what would be the opposite of you? Like a good looking, uh nice smelling person or what? I don't think we have to take it to a hurtful place. Anna Kendrick, how would you like to have one of the just a goofy thing that you tweeted once be the headliner for this fucking uh card game? 
That'd be a nice feeling. <laughs> um, he said he texts Max. He texts Max. Max, and he says to Max, "Hey, Max, tell me if it's real or if I just made this up." Anna Kendrick, does the feud the the, the Food Network Feud Network would be a whole different thing. Yeah, you got f- Feud Network. Um, Steve Harvey. <clears throat> you got uh, Louis Anderson. You got the Hatfields and the McCoys. Famous feuds. Uh, you got uh, no, that's it. Uh, the guy who played Al Borland, Richard Karn. Uh, she says, "Does the Food Network use music recycled from '80s porn? Or do I just want to fuck that souffle?" And he says, "100 percent fake." So these are two guys who get together and decide: is something real or is something fake? Lowest and fucking, you know, lazy, laziest fucking bullshit. Put some thought into it. Who cares if it's here's what I'm is saying? Is it real or fake? If it's trashy, the way shit. who cares? I have more shit to do with my fucking day. I'm watching the Feud Network. I don't have time for this. So you place two piles face down. The first pile is comprised of all. And by the way, Max said it was fake. So a rare miss for Max because that is a real post. Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> so here you go. Here's a sample round. Okay, which which of these tweets is not real? You got one from Kim Kardashian. She says. Okay, dolls, going to bed, not feeling like myself tonight. All this traveling is giving me diarrhea. Good night. Okay, then you've got one from Elon Musk, and he says, Technically speaking, Iron Man is possible, so just stay tuned. Then you've got one from Lil Nas X, and Lil Nas X says, Wow, man, last year I was sleeping on my sister's floor, had no money, struggling to get plays on my music, suffering from daily headaches, now I'm gay. And then you have to pick between those two, or between those three tweets you got to say which one of those is a lie. In other words, which one of those is not an actual tweet posted by that celeb? Because these seem to be uh, they seem to be celebs, and they also seem to be brand. Because there's a brand expansion pack as well, featuring our favorites: Old Spice, Burger King, Wendy's, Moon Pie, Netflix, all of the good ones you can think of. Um, but what do you think about about that? Which one's not real? Kim Kardashian diarrhea, Elon Musk Iron Man, or Lil Nas X? Now I'm gay. Well, I I honestly thought it was the Kim Kardashian diarrhea one, but I saw the answer. I would have also said the Kim Kardashian diarrhea one. I can't believe she has diarrhea. That's disgusting. That's so nasty. I barely want to have sex with her now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's it's really gross to just me crawling around on top of Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Just the hottest woman in the world. I just don't exist to her. If I, if I ever like saw her in real life, I would just she'd just walk into me. That's true. She would completely look through you. She's yeah. She has like the dog vision that they only see in like gray, but they just don't see disgusting. They only see the rich, hot people, asshole. pretty much. Yeah. But I can't wait to play this game. Obviously, we will be playing this. Um, it right now has twenty six hundred bucks of twenty five thousand sixty five backers. Uh, Ten days to go i'm gonna play a little bit of the video just because i feel like we didn't really do what we were supposed to do on this one so i'll I'll play the video welcome kim welcome kanye thank you for coming to mine and melania's game night you know why we're here to make game nights great again by the way this is donald trump the president of the united states speaking and it doesn't say if it's actually him or not but it is a cartoon so i don't know if it's it could be anybody. It could be him. Probably is him. Uh, but it is a cartoon of... So it's Donald Trump. It's Melania Trump. The first lady, Melania Trump. And then Kim Kardashian. Some people would say the first lady of... 
whatever culture i don't know television maybe was she on tv i guess i don't know i don't know i don't watch it i don't watch the stuff tv i don't watch any of it same and i'm not looking around your head right now to watch it either it's not what i'm doing with that we bought this Mm, new penalty called two tweets and a lie here's how you play there are 200 cards with real tweets from 25 celebrities like Chrissy Teigen, Elon Musk, Seth Rogen, and of course myself. But there are also 100 cards with fictional tweets from those same celebrities. There will be two face-down piles on the table, one of all true cards and the other of all false cards. I'm going to pick two true cards and one false card and read them aloud. What? Fucking... <laughs> Terrible. You don't think that's good? Anna Kendrick was in uh, Twilight. Had the Wikipedia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was. It's been a while since I've seen those, but yeah. You saw the Twilight movies? I saw all of them in theaters. Give me that man card, bro. Dude, Give no. me the man card don't. right now, bro. Don't. I need this. This man card is officially revoked, bro. <sighs> Fine. Here's my man card. <laughs> that was the sound of my man card. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a obviously silly idea. I wish we had covered it on episode 121 like we were supposed to, but we blew it. We were busy doing the show. Well, it's part of the show, so it should, it should be part of the, anyway. But one good thing about this is it's, 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 it's brought into my mind the idea of Donald Trump explaining a card or board game to a group assembled in his living room. Yeah, he's just playing Pinochle or something. I mean, what the fuck could that possibly... Has he ever played a board game, do you think? Highly doubt it. I'm not a board game guy. I feel guy. like maybe he tried to play chess in the 80s. Because <laughs> it was like the smart guy thing. Because he had, he would have had a like a chess yeah, board, a nice like a glass set. Yeah, he would have had something like that. Like a big bronze fucking chess yeah. set. He got it as a gift. The thinking man's game. Like, just a fun... Then yeah. he never fucking touched it in his life. Because I don't know how to play chess either. So I'm not, you know... You don't look, know how to play chess? I'm not no. tisking the president for not knowing. I, there's, hey, there's, plenty of, there's plenty of stuff to make fun of Donald Trump for. But here's what you don't do. You don't say that he doesn't know how to play chess. And you don't say that he's wearing a big diaper that he goes pee-pee in on Air Force yeah. One. Because he's too afraid to go to the bathroom. Because he's afraid he will fall down. You it's don't say that. Jeremy in there, too. Well, it probably is gross. And it's probably gold. Yeah. His hands are too small to probably open up the... Uh... His hands are too small for his fat prick. <laughs> it's got... <laughs> He's got a fucking fat dick on him and his hands are so small. Right. That's what the thing was in the news. That tiny, w- here comes old tiny hands uh, Trump. He can't hold his dick because uh, his dick's really big, but his hands are too small. <laughs> he can barely wrap... If he put both of his hands together, he can barely get around his meaty yeah. prick. I mean, it's big for like a, a normal guy's hands, but... The small hands thing almost has nothing to do with it. In fact, I'll stop mentioning it. He's just got a big sledgehammer down there, and he knows how to use it. That was the, uh, the you know, sometimes on the Go Off King stream, we will have uh, the... Really, dude? Go ahead. Really, dude? Involuntary, sorry. We will have the uh, Randy Rainbow song played for us. Yeah. Um, by one of the viewers. And uh, and the Randy Rainbow song is based on a, uh, a... They were telling me, I didn't actually know this, but it is the real tune from 
the Jesus Christ superstar. Yeah, Jesus Christ superstar. Thank you. And it's uh, it's Jesus. Is it Cheez Its? What was it? Is it Jesus Christ stupid czar? I don't. I don't know. That tangerine colored commissar. <laughs> don't fucking sing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, it goes on for two minutes and it's very funny. Um, but one of the things, one of the lyrics, something that the the lyrics positive. Cheeto Christ. Cheeto Christ. Sorry. Yeah. God, that sucks. I've so heard it a million times ass, and I don't man. even know it's Cheeto. And cheese it makes more sense to me, but. One of the things it says in there is he couldn't, he could not even come once. He could not come once. So he was like, what are the lyrics in this song taking down the president is that he was having sex with porn stars and he couldn't bust a nut. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, is that part of the story? Is that part of, or is he, is he taking like sort of artistic license with the facts of the case? I think maybe he's just goofing, yeah, making stuff up. So it's so okay. So let me get this straight. In your mind, the president did come. In my in my mind, <clears throat> in my mind, he. I mean, he fucks, but he like it's not a huge deal. It's like he gets in there, he does work, and gets back out on with his day. So well, was it, but your what you wanted to do here is you wanted to push back on the Randy Rainbow, the narrative that he the narrative. I mean. He fucks, but he doesn't come. Basically, the agenda that says the president doesn't come. And you wanted to say that for all his faults, mm-hmm. and you don't agree with him on essentially any you know, topic, any of his policies, couldn't, anything couldn't like that. Couldn't be further apart on public policy and things right. of that nature. Domestic, yeah. foreign. Forget about it. You guys are not going to have a meeting of the minds anytime soon, you and Donald Trump. Yeah. But one of the things you did want to make clear is that you do think that he blew a fat load when he was having sex with a porno star. Is that what you were? <sighs> Filled her up. I mean, probably did. She was leaking. Just as likely as the alternative where he just couldn't, he couldn't produce at all, which again, we don't know we weren't there. So let's let's not speculate. You know, it's best not to. It's really not fair for us to even talk about it. But I just thought that since it was out there because of the Randy Rainbow allegations. Don't. How dare you shame him for uh, not coming? There's a few things we don't make fun of the president for. Okay. One of them is that we don't make fun of him for wearing a diaper because he can't control his poo-poos and sometimes uh-huh. the poo-poos will come out of his bottom and he has to get wiped and they go into the diaper and he's the president. And the other thing we don't say is that the president can't bust a fat rope when the truth is we weren't there and we don't know anyone who was there. <laughs> okay. Just thought of uh, Donald Trump doing the, the marshmallow thing where he puts marshmallows up his butthole <laughs> that the diaper guys do. Sure, the marshmallow thing. That's the thing we know of. It's, uh, you put three to seven, I just Googled it. Okay. Yeah, right. It was my freaking homepage. Yeah. You put three to seven marshmallows frozen and washed, one frozen diaper washed. of your choice, lubricant, put them up your butt, squat down over a towel. Okay. This is the thing. Okay. Um, lube yourself up, loosen your butt like you have to poop. The marshmallows should slide right in. Clean okay. up your lube and your marshmallows. Wipe your butt. Okay. Put your diaper on. Uh, in around 10 minutes, you might not be able to hold it. It says cramping and farting will begin as early as five minutes. Most people lose complete control by 15 minutes in. Make sure to stay diapered for a while after. There might be more coming. 
And that is known, of course, as the marshmallow test, mm-hmm. which we all were familiar with, I think. And what was this for? Was this for a research of some kind? It's just a thing that people do to uh, feel like they're pooping. Don't like the, the computer's getting turned there. around towards me right now. <laughs> just put the marshmallows over their butt. But you could also, correct me if I'm wrong, you could also just actually poop into the diaper, right? I guess so. But what if you um, don't have to poop? Then it's like, but you have all these marshmallows. I guess if you're ever in a situation. Right. Well, you don't have to go number two, but you have a t- lot of bags of marshmallows. I will say I actually have this problem now. Yeah. Um, where we had, you know, we did some s'mores at one point and there is a bag upstairs of marshmallows that is like, it's open and I've rolled it down and like chip clipped the corner of it. But it's uh-huh. like, when am I ever going to need this? I'm not making... <clears throat> I don't do the I don't do the yam style where you put marshmallows on the top. And even if I did, I would use the minis, not the big yeah. jumbos. Yeah. So what's the other use? I'll, I'll just do s'mores again. Like what is this? You think I'm I'm keeping the s'mores companies in business? I think now you know. Now you have an idea of what to do. Well, but I don't know what to do with the uh, graham crackers and the Hershey's. <laughs> is what I'm stuck with now. I don't know what I could even. Is there anywhere I could put those? I guess you could just eat them. I don't know. That I don't have anything for. <laughs> okay. I just had the marshmallow thing. We will work on that. Uh, we will get back to you. Um, but let's move on to the six pack now, which I only played the theme song like 35 minutes ago. So you want to play it again? I'm just kidding. Don't play it again. Oh, I can play it again. Don't play it again. Oh, I'll play it again. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands. Yeah. Started it over though. <laughs> it was bad enough. You don't get it. It was bad enough when you played it the first time. You don't time. get it. And then when you played it again, <laughs> and then you went to stop it and then played it for the third time. I, I don't think you get the nuts line is why you're not enjoying it. Mike, the first one I've got for you. It's called Hot Take. It's called HotTake.com is really what it's called. It's the home of nerd culture opinion. It's a yes. social network dedicated to video gamers, cinema goers, comic book readers, etc. Um, this is so, so great that something like this is out there. Uh, and by that, I just mean a social network. Just any of them. Mm-hmm. Thank you for existing. Yeah. If it weren't for you guys, you know, we might not. I would hate to not uh, be able to connect with people. And uh, that's what I would share miss. ideas and yeah, etc. Well, the sharing ideas is a big part of it. You know, this the way this world well, now let's talk about this. Let's compare it. Look, this is the, the 400 pound gorilla in the room. OK, hey, don't we already have a social network? Isn't it already called Twitter.com? It's like, OK, <laughs> sure. If you can even call it that. But here's the thing. Uh, Are you allowed to go on Twitter and post what you think about uh, video games, com- comic books, uh, movies, um, just like nerd culture stuff, anything that's going on in the popular yeah. culture? Are you allowed to do that on Twitter? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Well, but. Okay. Say no. No, you cannot do that. That's cool because this is actually what Hot Take is all about. Awesome. So now there's finally a place for me to 
talk about that stuff. Exactly. Now you get it. Hey, hey, Mikey, I think he likes it. <clears throat> or I think Mikey likes it. Which one is it? Come on, yeah. help me out, brother. I don't fucking know. Toss me a <laughs> life raft. I don't know, man. Some guy always, uh, some guy I work with always says, uh, hey, Mikey, you know, and I guess it's from uh, the Goonies or something. Which mm. is never, uh, I don't think I've seen that movie in like 20 years. Right. So I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know the reference. Goonies sucks to me. Sorry. Really? Everyone. It sucks. You hate it? It sucks. But there's a fucking guy down there and he looks weird. Like, what is this? <laughs> That's what the Goonies is about. <laughs> there's a guy down there and he looks all weird. I don't care. Leave him alone. That's what I'm saying. I don't, it's not, I don't, you know. No, you don't understand. There's a big pirate ship or whatever. I don't, I'm, tr- I'm trying to fucking, you know. Me? I straight ahead. <laughs> I'm doing me. That's up to you guys to figure out, you, you know. You want to go walk around in the cave? That's fine. I don't hey, care. You don't see, see me stopping you, you do. <laughs> it's a free country, pal. You know, I'm over uh, here. I'm just, you know, hot take. It's going to be, it's going to be the home of nerd culture, opinion and, contr- and critique, which is just like, yes, dude, let's critique some more nerd yeah, culture stuff. That's awesome. Please, dude. Like, uh, like what's a, what's a thing that just happened recently? Like Joker came out, right? Yeah. And I swear to God, I would go online and I would say, can someone tell me, did anyone like Joker? Did anyone not like Joker? Yeah. Did anyone think the themes were good? Did anyone think the themes were fine? D- is there any way to find out if the acting was good? If there was any scene that people thought was funny? Or anything you got thought was less than great or anything that you really liked? Total radio silence. I, I swear to God, this is true. I went on Twitter.com. I typed in Joker. Joker help. I typed in Joker help me. You know, Joker opinion. Joker versus facts. Anything uh-huh. like that. In a literal tumbleweed went across my laptop screen yeah the screen just went it was a literal tumbleweed nobody was saying anything about i could not find any info anywhere i started asking around actually i i left i went out on the street i left my house i said does anyone has anyone seen joker has anyone know anything about joker and people close the door in my face yes (laughs) i went down to i went down to my old watering hole i went down to my local watering hole i said hey pour me a shot you know and the guy, could, the my favorite bartender, he could tell that I was like nervous. Uh-huh. Old Jim, hands yeah, shaking. He's like, uh, he's like, what's going on with you? What's going on? And uh, yeah, I've known this guy for thirty years. And I say, Jim, you know, I, I'm trying to find out about this movie Joker. <laughs> Gasped. As soon as he let that gasp out, he stopped pouring my shot. Uh-huh. He pulled the shot glass away, dumped it down the sink. And said, I think it's time you got moving along. Yeah. So that's you. He said that to me. I said, Jim, it's me. Yeah. JF, your pal. How about my old shot of, uh, my, you know, my old dram of... Uh, of uh, Dog piss. Same one I've been getting in here every day for 30 years. Yeah. Would not even look I me don't, in the eye. I don't know you, sir. <laughs> it's like a Twilight Zone thing. <laughs> I don't recognize you. Sorry, son. <laughs> Wished I could help you Wish out. I'm Tad. He pulled out his pockets. He pulled out his, but there's nothing in the pockets. Boy, what an what what an ominous. What do you mean? I've been coming here for thirty years. <laughs> he threw me out, and I let it on my belly in the mud out there. <laughs> but 
I guess hottake.com is going to change all that. Um, and I'm so, so glad because what it looks like is instead of scrolling down your feed and you'll see like a picture that has a joke on it, or you'll see just someone's like two sentences. Sometimes I'm like, God, can you like, it's like longer. Like, yeah. Can you like do more? Like I have more attention. I need to give it to you more. Uh-huh. Um, and what hot take is, is you scroll down and you can just, you can see everybody's blog and then you click on it. Blammo 400 words about the latest, you know, comic TV show, game of Thrones, whatever anyone wants to talk about is right there in your face. Um, and it pops up and you can read all the words on it. Um, you could, it could be a review for a game or maybe like a downloadable content part of a game or you can even do a top 10, uh, which kind of been done to death, you know, 10 things. It's like, yeah, nine, <laughs> 11. No, just 10. Okay. Uh, you can do any top 10 on there. It's like a little list. Someone can scroll down the list. And those are the three types of posts you can uh, do on there. Um, and you can't anonymously comment on other people's. So a lot of times, you know, Twitter just introduced this where you can hide the replies. Uh-huh. Have you seen anyone that's done that yet? No, it's very funny. So if you go and you look at like Nira Tandon's posts. Yeah. Any, Hey, anybody you think is going to get ratioed, go look at their posts. And what you will see is a little asterisk that says this user has chosen to hide some replies to their post. Um, click here to see all of them just in one spot where they're all uh, yelling at the <laughs> person. Here, click here to go to the bad yeah, stuff. That's exactly what it is. That's I really cannot fine. believe they implemented it that way, but they did. Um, but this, but hot take says, no, we're not going to do any of that stuff. We will just have the post. And here's the two ways you can interact with it. You can either click the fire, the little uh, flame, and that means that you agree with the post. Or you can click a thumbs up, which means I may not agree, but I respect your post. <laughs> okay. So the only way you can interact is to give one like or one respect uh-huh. to uh, the post. Um, and plus, uh, the Hot Take team is going to put hashtags on there. So you can do like hashtags game release 2003. And then you can go on there and say, wow, looks like, uh, you know, what the fuck? Well, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Give them 20 bucks and you can get uh, a username reserved so you can do, I don't know, just like the best name you can think of, like at dog boner would be one. You could get on hottake.com. There's a reason. <laughs> uh, right now they've got uh, $1,870 raised of 25883 15 backers, 26 days to go. If it gets off, if it gets off the starting blocks, I will join hottake.com. I will do it. Yeah. So... 26 days think it'll make it uh no i do not <laughs> but i will be there on the other side waiting for them <clears throat> so okay that looks like fucking shit okay so let's check out something that doesn't suck it actually does suck it is supposed to i mean i don't i think they're all supposed to if i remember correctly they are all supposed to suck a little bit yeah so. i've never had like a, a positive one because we're two pieces of shit those two dog, dog shit people. I thought that I was okay. Awful. I think I'm fine. Need to be put down. Uh, let's check this out. This is called Boom Job, a book about the careers of successful boomers. Boom Job is an interview-based book that reveals insight, wisdom, and advice about work and careers from successful boomers. Now, what is a boomer, Mike? Do you know anything about that? A boomer is uh, somebody who's like 50 years old. Right. I'm 50, 50 years old. The Oxford Dictionary it's missing L. says that 
boomer is short for baby boomer. That's right, Mike. Now, do you know what baby boomer means? <clears throat> well, I just learned what, what it was short for. Give me a second to... Is there any reason to stop learning? The baby boom generation is most often defined as those individuals born between 1946 and 1964, basically our parents. That's right. And do you know why it's called baby boom? <sighs> yeah, because they were all fucking back then before the, you know, during the age of fucking age of cars and stuff. <laughs> Then they, when they got cars to be able to move around, they started fucking people. What did you think about that one part from Parasite where a fucking car is sort of talked about? We don't have to give spoilers, but there is a part where in the movie Parasite, there is, there's, there's a scene that revolves around car fucking. What did you think about that scene? I don't remember that part. Okay. Is that for real in the movie? I need to maybe rewatch it. All I remember is uh, like a half hour, 45 minutes. Um, anyway, <clears throat> what do we got here? We got boom job, JF. Right. Boom job is an interview based book about the work and careers of, uh, baby boomers by this guy, Tom Schreiber. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm the son of parents who instilled in me a work ethic that valued perseverance, loyalty, and oh, commitment. One of these fucking guys, huh? These values, along with my formal education and professional expertise, have enabled me to enjoy a successful career serving clients in every state and five countries. Wow. Everyone's fucking blown away. Five <sighs> countries? Wait, how many are there? Yeah. Good luck. Can't, what? Counting the countries? <laughs> so he says uh, the audience for this book is non-boomers who appreciate and value learning and uh, about successful professionals. It's also for anyone looking to choose the kind of work and career that will be rewarding. I personally conducted 20 in-person interviews and asked 12 questions. One, tell me about the work you do now. I'm going to ask you that, Jesse. Tell me about the work you do now. Okay. Uh, I'm a comedian of sorts. Oh, God. <laughs> Failed already. What do you like most about what you do? This is the second question. Um, I guess I like the, you know, I like the, I, I like the feeling. And do not fucking lie. I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. I love the feeling of just putting a smile on a stranger's face. Jesus Christ. Okay. What was your, the first work you did where you were paid? This can be work of any kind at any time in your life. Um, the first work that I can remember getting paid for was, I remember, uh, helping, uh, my parents do some bookkeeping. Yeah. So I would like help them with files. I would help them file. You things. did that up until they got a shelf. <laughs> That's right, Mike. My, uh, my first job was, uh, at the uh, driving range or at the shooting range, my uh, grandparents owned, I would hold the target for my, uh, for the people who came to, to shoot their pistols and shotguns. The pistol, and so I would hold, I would hold the. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. What have, what have been the, some of your strongest influences of your attitudes about work and what did you learn from? I'm not going to answer any of these questions. These are. Bunk. You don't think they're good questions? questions? The guy just saying the word work over and over again and hoping this that reminds he gets... me of a self-evaluation that, uh, that your boss would give you. Right. 
just impossible fucking well it's interview questions as well right like any of yeah. this stuff that is asking for when the question is designed with the the answer in mind being some sort of generic platitude just right. like yeah you i need you to say right it's just they want you to what behave a certain way like yeah a, just to see and, and in that sense it is a true test can you go through the motions without letting a, a piece of the real you slip you out from play under the, the mask? Can you? That's disgusting. That's man. what it it's fucking fucked. is. It's so fucked. I can remember. Um, I can remember realizing that the real me had slipped out from the mask one time. I went for an interview at uh, House. Do you know what House is? Yeah, it's like Pinterest. If you don't know, House is like Pinterest for shit around the house. So, like, sometimes it's, like, people who will come work on the house, like, uh, contractors and so forth. Sometimes it's, like, furniture or whatever. But it's organized in a very Pinteresty type way where it's, like, you have to log in to do anything, you know? Right. One of the very annoying... If you ever get an image result, if you go image search and it's a fucking Pinterest or house link... You give up. Give it up. That You're not you know, going there. That way be monsters. <laughs> like, just don't even fucking go down that route. It would be nice. Yeah. I agree with you <laughs> if you could get that picture, but can't do it but i went i went i remember going in for that um interview and aside from getting uh lost the first time and not being able to find it because it was in like an unmarked building or whatever i'm looking for a house right is what you said and it's like these no, are all, it's in a building it's in a building these are all buildings building. um confusion about that but i remember they were they were asking me the stuff like that and like uh like what do you what do you look forward to the most or like what do you most want to accomplish or, or whatever the fuck I was like, well, I'm just like trying to get like a job. Yeah. And this was, to be clear, this was not like, I wasn't interviewing for the president of the company. I don't know if that was <laughs> obvious or not, but I was interviewing for like answering the phone calls when someone yeah. says, I can't figure out how to put my stool together. Yeah. Most of all, I just like, not, I'd like to not die if possible. I'd like to continue buying food and paying my bills and stuff. And I could just, you? I could just see it. I could just <laughs> see them just go, uh. And that was it. And I was like, never, mm. never another contact from them after that point. Uh, we were actually looking for something about like continually pushing yourself and right. challenging your, uh, sorry. I would love to help. How, you know, it's actually not about me. I'm actually overdrafted. So if you could help me out <laughs> with the gas I used to get here. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, good stuff. Wish them all the best. Um, but this is cool that this guy's doing, because right now we're having sort of a boomer moment right now. Don't you think? Yeah. The okay boomer thing is becoming a very big deal. Um I know that uh I know that that Chris our friend Chris James um is is doing a lot of boomer type stuff as well. He's saying he's saying boomer, you know, he's uh, what is it? Isn't he doing that? Yes. Oh, so you don't like him. I don't watch his stuff. You're over Chris now. Yeah. I know that he had a great prank on Sam Cedar on the majority report. Yeah. Um calling him boomers when he was mad because he did he, he some, something about calling into the show and and he pranked him yeah and if he ever does that to us i swear to god chris if chris ever fucking pranks this show i'll just say this it's on site for our close friend chris james yeah you know but he doesn't i don't think he wants that smoke so he definitely does not want that smoke <laughs> And uh, Chris James, he knows, and I think Chris James knows in his heart that even though we are friends, even though we are collaborators, you know, creative partners, uh, we talk all the time, he does not want me to go and pop the trunk. 
yeah. um, because the stuff that's in the trunk will be, I guess, bad for him. I guess if he looked in the trunk, he would kind of go mm. like those guys in that you know movie. Yes, Tarantino, what have you? Oh, and it's like glowing or whatever. What the hell? What? What the hell's in the trunk? Hey, it's been long enough now. I think we can find out what was in the briefcase. Yeah. Right? Seriously. Seriously. It's just a big light. It's a glowing light. $25 or more, you get your name printed in this book. Couldn't have been a light. $50 or more, you get your name in the book and on the website. Pretty good. This guy reminds me of the one who's going around now that people are making fun of in the New York Post, I think, is where this guy was writing his articles. The one that everyone was looking at recently was called How Millennials Have Killed the Manhattan Power Lunch. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I saw that. And basically, the the aggrieved party in this case were, I guess, like fancy New York City, like Manhattan restaurants that charge $40 for uh, a fucking wedge salad at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, and mm -hmm. no one's doing it anymore because everyone's broke. Um, yeah. But then someone also figured out the other stuff that this guy was writing in the New York Post. Like, millennials' extreme hatred for baby boomers is totally unjustified. Beware, PC scolds are invading America's restaurants. And <laughs> Chris Cuomo Fredo flap exposes ridicule Italian-Americans face every day. So this guy's just got, like, all these little axes to grind. Gross. <laughs> That's what he does for work. Yeah. Just totally disconnected from, I don't know, who's he writing it for, you know? Other hymns. And that's who the book is for, too. Even though the idea is that this book would be for people who want to learn from baby boomers or whatever. Yeah. The truth is, it's just for other uh, baby boomers. So, so for I'll other business guys to feel. Which is why I'll be checking it yeah. out. I'm sort of a. Hate a business guy. I'm one of those guys that wears the blue striped suit that has the collar and the cuffs that are uh, white. Uh. I guess, to signify that you don't do any work. Is that what that is for? Because they stay even cleaner than the rest of the shirt? With the, with the, what are they called? Cufflinks? Yeah. Yeah. Not for me, brother. Yeah. I like to, I like to wear uh, just an old nasty pair of underwear with my cock and balls hanging out. That's what you wear to work? That's what I wear to work. You wear the underwear with your cock and balls hanging out? And there's poop and pee all over it because I don't bathe anymore because of the shit that they put in our water. <laughs> Next up, Mike, I've got one called Chick-fil-A me. Chick-fil-A me. Hey, come on. That, now that sounds, that sounds familiar. Okay, what if I told you it was a 30-day challenge a documentary about a man who eats Chick-fil-A every day for one month? Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Think about it. Now, hold on a second, Jeff. This guy's going to eat Chick-fil-A every day for this fucking. Can you even wrap your little head around? You, honestly, you your brain and this idea right now is like Donald Trump's hands and his big meaty, meaty axe. Yeah, his thick, <laughs> throbbing. This thick. huge slab. <laughs> you know, you can't wrap your, your uh, mind around the idea that someone would I'm do this. I'm ready to lay some meat. <laughs> Uh, Chick-fil-A me 30 day challenge, a feature length documentary about a man who eats Chick-fil-A every day for one month from, uh, the idea factory that brought you, Yeah, I guess nothing else, huh? Never. Well, he's a, it says he's a filmmaker and he's the creator of the savant show, which if you poke around on YouTube, it's like 
like it looks like he recorded this video and then like a video of a concert or something where the other videos that, that he had up on his page for whatever reason. Um, but he's a college student, so maybe he's he's just like, you know, he's, this is just his first cast out into yeah. the... Yeah, why don't you lay off, dude? I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, he does he does definitely acknowledge um, that is that this idea has been done. I'm going to play the video here and you can hear it from, straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, or the chicken's oh, mouth. Horse. Kind of funny. Let me fucking say the chicken All line. All right. I want to say the chicken line. Hey, what's up? I'm Zach and I'm here at Chick-fil-A with my awesome meal here and my drink. Gotta love that chicken. And I'm sure many of you out there have seen Super Size Me where Mor- Morgan Sporlock went and ate McDonald's for 30 days. <laughs> Morgan Sporlock made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Morgan Sporlock. It sounds like something you would Sporlock. say. It does sound like something <laughs> Well, I wanna do the same thing at Chick-fil-A. I wanna eat Chick-fil-A every day for 30 days so that you can Chick-fil-A me. And when I say that, I don't have anything against Chick-fil-A. I just want to eat more of it and find out what happens if it's the only thing I eat for an entire month. We looked online and no one has ever done anything like this before. Except for the thing that I just said. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm directly ripping off. And except for like, uh, I guess me. (laughs) (laughs) This is, uh, this is so fucking wild to me based on the premise that he wants to see what will happen. I don't know what'll happen. Well, here's what'll happen. Uh, Nothing. Yeah. Nothing will happen. Just, I guess, get fatter if you don't. You'll spend about. Offset uh, it with exercise, you know. I think you'll you'll probably spend about $800 doing this. Um, but other than that, I don't think anything will necessarily happen all that interesting. Um, but who knows? You might win a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, as far as like <laughs> opening it up to just any possibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows, man? You might open a portal to the, you know. That's what they've been waiting. The people on the other side have been waiting. Has someone eaten Chick-fil-A for... No, they've only eaten Chick-fil-A for 29 days in a row. And then they gave up for whatever reason at the last... They died. Got sick of it. Um, This is... uh, I I mean... I don't know. Very silly. I I don't think he's in on the joke. I think he's... I think he really would do this. Um, But he won't get the chance because he's got $1 pledge of $2,000. One backer, 27 days to go. Mike, did you ever watch Super Size Me? Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, I did. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I said first, uh, first of all, you copied the name. You should have called it. Uh, I don't know, honey. I shrunk the. You know that. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. It didn't pan out. The but, idea that he actually did, as a result of that, they'd stopped show. They stopped serving biggie size fries at wendy's is that true is that not true i don't know isn't that the only lasting impact of the the thing is they cut down the sizes on large at mcdonald's wendy's burger king i don't think i i didn't think that anything happened and i think it was uh mostly just bunk i mean it was mostly just that guy just eating a bunch of food and going yeah like, Ooh. Ooh, can you believe this <laughs> i'm eating the food and now that's like 90 percent of youtube yeah well, it's funny that you said that because, of course, the food reviewers, you know, like we did on Doughboys we, and Go Off Kings, which you don't like talking about, um, you know, we watch that stuff just to torture ourselves from time to time um, and sometimes for enjoyment as well. One of the big uh, ringleaders of it is uh, a guy <clears throat> a guy by the name of Dame Drops. Uh-huh. Wait, is Drops? Is it Drops or it's Dame? Team Dame and stuff? I think it's Dame Drops. It's Dame Drops, right? Maybe he stopped. It would he, did he start doing music or something? I don't really know. But uh, Dame, 
if you ever look on there, he has a bunch of these challenges as well, which are even lower stakes than I'm going to eat Chick-fil-A for 30 days in a way that's very funny to me. Because like Chick-fil-A is a narrower menu than McDonald's, I think, still, because mm-hmm. it's chicken. Like, even though McDonald's is arguably, I guess, less fresh, or maybe there's not as much nutritional value with a lot of the mainline McDonald's items, there's not as much variety in the way they're prepared, maybe. Um, they do have, like, fish, chicken, beef. They don't have shrimp. They don't have the McShrimp anymore, do they? <laughs> the McShrimp? <laughs> Do they what still the have fuck the, are you talking about? Do they about? still have the mixed shrimp? <laughs> it was like a patty of ground up shrimp that they fried. I don't think so, buddy. So Chick-fil-A does just have chicken. They have like a fruit cup. And now they, I think they have mac and cheese now. But it's uh, it's all chicken. So there is at least something there. But like Dame Drops, who is 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 like the king of the YouTube uh, food reviewer uh, genre, pretty much. Uh, his challenges are, I can think of two of them off the top of my head. One of them is... Eating nothing but 7-Eleven food for 24 hours. <laughs> Which, look. That's just somebody's day. Like, that's <laughs> not like a... <laughs> um, I, I, we don't have 7-Elevens out here. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I understand what the concept... It's like gas station food, but like maybe there's a little bit more to it, like a hot dog or something. So, essentially, the challenge is, can I eat a hot dog and some chips... And then like a water, <laughs> and that'd be my lunch. And then for dinner, I go back and maybe get some chili or Just, something. Can he do it? Can he do it? Really do it? I'm gonna tune in and find out. And he he calls them all uh, impossible food challenges. Um, here's another one: letting the person in front of me decide uh, what I eat at Burger King. Impossible food challenge. Letting the person in front of me decide what I eat for 24 hours, and then on the screen he has McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, Subway, and Wendy's. So is this fool really going through four drive-throughs in 24 hours? I guess you could start off Dunkin' Donuts, you get some munchkins and like a nice coffee. Then you go through Subway for lunch, grab yourself a six-inch veggie delight. Then you hit up McDonald's for the double cheeseburger meal for dinner. Ooh, and then it's Wendy's time. I gotta, I gotta get some spicy nuggets and some uh, frosty. What the fuck? And that's the impossible food challenge. Strange, man. But how do you even do the... What do you mean? Letting the person in front of me decide. How do you communicate? <laughs> now, I haven't watched that video. Maybe there's something more to it. But how do you decide? How does that work? You know? I don't know. Here you go. Here's one. Oh, I would like to order the exact same order as the person in front of me. So he... Okay. He just rolls up and does that. Here you go. <laughs> Letting Yahtzee dice decide what I eat. So you have like a Yahtzee. Sure, man, I guess. Letting fast food employees decide what I eat. So in this case, I'm guessing you yeah. go, you pull the drive through. they say, hey, welcome to, you know, pick one. Squishy Burger. Welcome to Squishy Burger. May I take your order? And the guy says, hey, what do you like? Oh, I like the Squishy Burger and Squishy Fries. Yeah. Squish sauce on the side. Hmm, that sounds good. I'll have some of that. And then, now we're just doing this. <laughs> and I actually do think it's good. The funny thing is, is that I think this is good and I like it. So <laughs> anyways, that's Chick-fil-A. I mean, that's all I had on that one. Mike, what's your next one? JF, I got something for you called Purging YouTube. Okay. It's a limited horror miniseries about a YouTube employee getting purged and the horrific ramifications it creates 
as a result. Now, as far as I'm aware, nothing has happened involving involving violence and YouTube employees, so this one should be fine to talk about at least, right? Completely above board. Yeah, no need to worry about uh, the type of person putting this out into the world. Seems normal. Uh, seems not only normal, but like a just a good project as well. Just could be something interesting to look at. Yeah, normal if you're on freaking Mars, maybe. Normal hell if you're on the hell, hell world, maybe. Okay. Wake so, up. This project is based around four episodes that come out a few weeks and apart to tell the story of a company that has gotten out of control to the point that they silence control. Okay, so I thought, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I didn't look at this one before I added it. Yeah. It's not good, Mike. <sighs> it's very, very bad and troublesome and uh, probably should be flagged for <laughs> uh, review. Okay. So. so I thought maybe it was just, you know, somebody who liked the Purge movies who were. He might like the Purge movies. <laughs> I can see that he might like them. <laughs> Yeah, there's certain aspects of yeah. the Purge movies. So I thought it was just uh, maybe not even related to the YouTube thing. But um, a company that has gotten out of control to the point that they silence, control, and ban anyone who doesn't agree with them. With actions like this, a purge is an order on the company. However, the chain of events that unfold from purging them will create nothing short of horrific events that will forever leave the main character in a world of torment and regret. Yeah. These four episodes will later be combined as a movie with unreleased scenes in order to time them all together without the feel that they are separated. Straightforward. I think what I think what that means is there's he's going to do it as four videos on YouTube and then cut it together later for a movie. Yeah. For wide release presumably into any theater that will play a guy's murder fantasy um, against uh, the the employees of a tech company. Jesus so Christ, probably what, man. like Cinemark, Carmike, <laughs> AMC, <sighs> Regal. Oh, that's so good. Let's, uh, I'm going to watch this. I'm, I may skip around in the video a little bit just to get to the parts. Because he's, look, a lot of this is about building uh, the atmosphere that you would build <laughs> if you were an insane guy. Psycho fucking murderer. Yeah, but uh, but I'll, may, I may skip around to get to the, some of the dialogue. It's it's pretty wild. He's at his uh, computer in his shed. I, I think what's happening here is, oh, he gets banned, right? So what happens here is he's putting episodes up, and then he's showing the comments of people looking at the video, saying this is not very good, and then he gets banned, and then there's money on there too, and I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> So he slams the laptop shut. Right. And then he sees on the TV. Correct. That a purge is in effect. Right as he got banned from YouTube. Yeah. Emergency broadcast system, it says. Um, you can kind of tell it's official because of the sound that it is making. Yeah. Um, Could have cut some time from that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is for the trailer. We don't need the whole. The annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials. Okay, we get it. Let's fucking move on. Is the actual purge this 
Like <laughs> just, they just show the warning and bureaucratic. Full. Like is that what is this what the actual purge is? I've never seen any of those movies because I don't care. But they're so bad. Have you seen any of them? Yeah. So my, terrible. My understanding of them that was that the first one was kind of interesting, and then maybe the most recent one was kind of interesting, and then in the middle it's a lot of like filler. But to me, also the concept is not. I don't. Care. I'm just highly annoyed by the the need to create a universe out of your films. Right. You can't just let them stand on their own because you have to have a franchise out of it. Yeah. So fucking annoying. Yeah. And they're not good. They're just fucking straight to fucking. DVD or straight to on demand or whatever. Right. I've got a it's website terrible. that I think you're really going to like. I'll, I'll show you it later <laughs> on. You can write about this kind of stuff. Um, so basically the purge is going to happen. It has a 12 hour purge. You see this guy getting like souped up. He's putting on like a yeah, mask. And then he goes to like a, the home of a YouTube person. Here we go. He's walking. So I'll turn the volume back up here. He's walking outside of a house. He's got, I think it's a bat that he's got and he's walking outside of someone's house. Johnny Cash a cover probably the worst one I've heard of it <laughs> worst version of this song this is crazy this he's outside this girl's window you don't have to worry though so bad uh, she drops the phone after saying she works for YouTube she's untouchable because she sees the guys <laughs> face outside of her window and i guess at this point she's realizing hey i'm just i actually i'm just like a normal person who works for youtube i'm not actually a government official of class 10 or whatever the fuck they were saying earlier uh this guy busts in with a baseball bat with his uh led mask on and then he sits the bat down wait a minute what's he doing she's just kind of staring Attention is really building in this moment. And then, um... I mean... He, he he puts the bat down, he picks the lady up, and then slams her on the ground, and then punches her, and then picks the bat up. Yeah. Use the bat. He does use the bat. Yeah, don't worry, guys. He does... Um... <laughs> murder this person. It took um, a fucking hour to get there, but we got the... Just a fucking bad... This is a bad film. Objectively, just a bit it's terribly shot. I would say that this this uh, aggrieved YouTubers' murder fantasies against uh, the employees of the company. I do think that it does have some pacing issues. I will say that, um, just based on this trailer. Um, there's it could maybe be tightened up a little bit, um, but of course it's on Indiegogo as well. So check that out and um, make sure to give this guy a lot of money, probably. Um, good things, good things popping with this guy. What one dollar pledge of three thousand dollar goal one backer? Big wolf, ago. yeah, <laughs> that guy. Mm. Uh, yeah, scary stuff. Maybe not in the way that he intended uh, yeah. it to be. Uh, frightening, but uh, everybody else just backing away from this guy, and it's yeah. everybody in his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Next one, Mike, is called Holy Water. You've heard of Holy Diver. Now they're taking on Holy Water as... So tired of doing this show with you every week. Well, 
It's a <clears throat> Ronnie James Dio song, I believe. Kind of good. A little bit old school, but... Uh, uh, holy have, water, have heavenly fun listen. H2O in a can, redeem your thirst. Right. An enlightening H2O alternative, holy water is pure, filtered, prepared, and packed with positive vibes. Redeem your thirst. One dollar pledged of $1.75 million uh, for a goal, one backer, 52 Days to go. It's water in a can with sort of an offensive and confusing um, branding on it. But it's actually a lot more than that because I think this, I got to give this the award of the day, which is I think this is the dumbest guy we've ever had on the show. (laughs) There is so much text on this page that... That indicates, that explains how stupid... <laughs> Are you sure we had Chris James on the show? Oh, boy. Yeah. And that was the sound of the trunk popping open, Chris yeah. James. Sorry, pal. <laughs> we warned you, buddy. You know. <clears throat> this is... Uh, this guy is so... You don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. Here, here's just some of the stuff from this... I mean, this is a wall of text, okay? And and at the core of it, it's water, Okay. So 16 bucks for a sticker, $101 for a t-shirt, uh, $316 because of the John 316, I think. You get a six-pack of water at the $300 level. Um, so you can kind of see what this guy's working with, um, like IQ-wise. <laughs> and he says, this is just some of the stuff from here. I'm going I'm to skip around because there's too much to read it all. There's so much stuff on this page. In order to bring you up to speed on this project, and this is the first sentence, in order to bring you up to speed on this project, let's set the stage and start in the beginning. And by beginning, I am referring to the beginning of life on this planet. God Everyone's damn. fucking blown out of their chairs. <laughs> in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Real Morgan Freeman type voice this guy is trying to conjure up when he says the following very stupid thing. It all started long, long ago. There have been countless miracles documented throughout history, but the most intriguing are the happenstances that enabled the creation of life. And that's in quotes. At some point along the line, life as we know it began. The exact details are up for debate, but some say we evolved from primates. Others say we evolved from a single-celled structure called an amoeba. And some believe that we are all relatives of Adam and Eve. Either way, here we are. Now, I don't remember that far back, but I think life was different back then. Life was simple. We hunted. We gathered. We gathered and hunted. And as long as we had the basics needed for survival, planet, oxygen, sunlight, (laughs) nutrition, water, life would continue. This confirms that drinking water has been crucial to our existence long before it hit the shelves in cheap plastic bottles. Once you begin to contemplate water's prehistoric role in our lives, you quickly realize that modern culture has put very little thought into the way we use or view, use, and handle this bizarre liquid. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, bro? I don't, uh, this strange substance we call water <laughs> two parts hydrogen, one part. Yes, even your ancestors loved to quaff this mysterious <laughs> beverage. Ah, <laughs> uh, modern uh, cavemen found the refreshing and just fucking junk text. And there's like fucking eight pages of it. Uh, let's consider some interesting facts about water. <laughs> Most all life depends on water to live. No, it does not say that. It does say that. 
Here's another one. Water is old. The water from your faucet <sighs> could contain molecules that dinosaurs drank. Ew. That same water has been basically going round and round since the Earth's creation. Water is found naturally all around us, mostly, question mark. Water is also the only liquid to, quote, fall from the sky. <laughs> I guess that's I true. I guess, dude, whatever. Right? Um, here is a... Okay, he continues... Um, talking about how great water is, blah, blah, blah. Then one day, I'll never forget the first time I witnessed the marketing campaign for a new canned water company. I felt like the eyewitness of a cartoon massacre. What the fuck does that mean? What is that? Okay, I thought. So maybe there is a market for canned water. Like an omen, it served as a strange validation. I won't mention this company by name, but let's just say I was a little taken aback by their approach. The commercial was over the top, way over the top, LOL. But that seemed to be the intention. Extreme sensationalism composed of horrendously gory imagery, lots of blood, decapitation in the likeness of the Simpsons-style cartoon graphics. What had our consumer culture come to? The mere concept of water being branded in such a dark fashion was a little hard to swallow. So what this guy is... The premise of this is that this guy wants had the idea that water was very important. Mm -hmm. Then later saw a commercial in which people were being decapitated and killed. And it was for canned water. <laughs> that then confirmed his suspicion that people would buy canned water, even yeah. if the marketing was, again, about people getting their heads cut off. Mental health in this country is so important. Mm -hmm. And... That's why I believe we all need to vote for Bernie Sanders. Are you endorsing Bernie Sanders on I'm the show? I'm endorsing Bernie Sanders on the show. Yeah, I'm endorsing it on the back of my checks. To him? $27. I think in this case, I would be forging his signature. You would uh, write a check for $27? I would write a check for $27 from him to me. <laughs> I'm endorsing because that's you what do you do that? Did we just... Can you write a check for somebody else? Dumb guy voice. <laughs> Technically, there's nothing stopping you from writing whatever you want on a check. It's simply but a piece of paper. <laughs> like the fucking thing of uh, mailing something, no return address. So it gets like... Aha! <laughs> I'll simply write this check, but I'll put the, I'll scratch out my name at the top and add his. And I'll get free money. Guy at the bank going, uh, hey, can you come here for a sec? <laughs> Did we, is this right? <laughs> um, he goes on. I mean, he, he really does go on about water. He says, uh, we intend to do something that has never been done before, which could be a little controversial. Aside from the friendly chatter, inquiries and conversation likely to resonate around each can of holy water. We intend to take it a step further following the philosophies and principles covered in Dr. Mas Mas or sorry, Masaru Emoto's book, The Hidden Message in Water. Um, and this, if you don't know about this is the, maybe the most famous quack scientific study, like, um, in recent history where this, it, it's the water experiment. Don't uh, know that. Yeah. You don't know about this. Don't know it. Okay. Well, I'll let this guy explain it to you. For those not familiar with the research, such as dumb podcast hosts, 
Essentially, water molecules were observed and found to form in direct correlation to the ideas, words, pictures, and thoughts around them. So when water molecules were exposed to death rock heavy metal music, so-called music, I might add, <laughs> their formation was unformed, ugly, and lacking any intentional composer, Ew. like a blob. When exposed to the written or spoken words, I hate you, the water molecules reacted and formed in a similar fashion, disorganized and chaotic. Now here... <laughs> It's where it gets intriguing. That's so fucking dumb. When water molecules were exposed to a relaxing <laughs> classical composition, the response was dramatically different. Instead of some distorted mess, the molecules actually formed in a beautiful pattern, like a tiny majestic snowflake. Ooh. Essentially, the same anomaly took place when exposed to the written or spoken words, I love you. Uh, so each and every can of holy water will be blessed with multi-denominational methods of prayer and positive complication. We will recruit disciplined experts from around the world, power prayers, monks, shaman, healers, priests, rabbis, and other qualified individuals and volunteers, all directing intense thoughts and feelings of love, peace, and prosperity into our holy water. That's just what they did to the, in the Ghostbusters. That's, that's what they... This is Ghostbusters style, yeah. So, doesn't really engage with... I'm talking about the old one, not the new abomination they just came out with, with the all-female... Again, I got to show you this website. I think you're really going <laughs> to like it. Uh, that's Holy Water, $1 of $1.75 million. I got to think... I got to... I think it's the dumbest one that's ever been on here. I really do. Yeah. And there's been a lot of dumb ones, so... Uh, didn't know you submitted one. That's all I had for that. Sorry. All natural. Doesn't hand always. I'll just say it doesn't, doesn't always, always have, have to, to be a joke at my expense. But if it does, if there's it ever doesn't a pause, always have to land. Here's my suggestion. It can just be a straight up insult. If there's ever a pause next time, maybe <laughs> instead of directing that hate outwards, why don't you maybe direct, direct the love inwards? Exactly. And maybe you'll form like a beautiful crystalline snowflake falling upon it. the river's edge. I am a piece of shit. Yeah. All natural handcrafted shampoo and conditioner bars. You know it. You love it. It's Viore. <laughs> Everybody's going nuts. Inspired by ancient hair care rituals practiced in a rice terraced village of the Longxing Mountains. It's, it's Viore. It's I'm a Viore thing. I'm on my Viore shit. Problem. What is the problem with today's cosmetic industry? You got harsh chemicals, plastic waste, and social injustice. JF. Not not false. That's yeah. true enough. This one, um, thanks to our friend Olga for sending this one in. This uh, The bio on this one, I think, really sticks out uh, from the Viore brand. Uh, if you want to give that the old college peak, um, this kind of lays it all out there for you in terms of... Because look, on, on its face, is there anything wrong with an ethically sourced, um, environmentally friendly... Mm -hmm. daily product we know we're all going to be using it it's fine almost I mean, daily you're sounds gonna, like you're going to be washing your hair you're going to be washing your nuts whatever you're, this is the kind of, we all want something that's not going to damage the environment that's going to help out people less fortunate than we are yeah uh it's going to be gentle and clean there's no, no chemicals and stuff you know i i heard that lush is good i mean have you ever had that lush stuff i, like, I guess it's all made uh a brand well i used a i got some of the bath bombs you know yeah smell pretty good and i guess they're all vegan you just dumped a whole water on your shirt huh the fuck <laughs> about a year ago i had an experience i'll never forget while i was traveling uh through a remote village in the rice terraced mountains of the of Longshing. that reminds me of that guy who said uh what was he talking about the wine <laughs> oh the uh uh the giancolo hill 
I love that memory. <laughs> While I was there, I kept running into the women of the local Red Yao tribe. I couldn't help but notice their hair. It was four to five feet long, jet black, thick, and had no visible signs of graying. When I saw an 80-year-old woman with the same immaculate hair, I had to know more. I asked the nearest Red Yao woman why her hair was so incredible. Smiling, she explained that ever since she was a little girl, her mother would set aside water she washed the rice with each day. After letting the water sit for a couple of days and preparing it in a ritual that had been passed down mother to daughter for centuries, they would take the water and wash their hair with it. Come on with this fucking shit. <clears throat> I don't know what this is called. There, there has to be there has to be a name for this, and and I assume like maybe an anthropologist or or someone who who's is, is like a social studies person, something who, someone who knows more about basically anything social than I do. Social studies teacher. Social studies teacher. There's got to be some like special name or category for this type of product. The only thing that comes to mind is like whitewashing, where it's like. Uh, a white lady says it's just colonialism. It's just uh, well, I mean, it is. Yeah, I guess that's that is what it is. Like bringing spices from. Yeah. Oh, look at this! This is the 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 exotic natives call feti- this fetishizing. Yeah, the exotic. It's a fucking fetish that this lady has of- for now. For all I know, do these do these ladies in China have great hair? Probably. Yeah, it's probably better than mine. White women love hair so much; <laughs> they really do. Wait, how do you know this is a white lady? I just guessed. Okay, well. It says Lindsay, L-Y-N-S-I-E, so I'm going to go out on a a limb here and say. Well, it is a white lady, (laughs) and she does look like she uh, took the hair from the Chinese ladies. I just got back from Aruba. I got corn rolls. (laughs) got corn rolls on my head. It's funny that you mentioned Aruba, because there is something, like, I I have been to Aruba before. And you had cornrows. And I came, came back, back. I looked like Jamie Kennedy. You were brown. <laughs> you were like fucking so toned and so good looking. You had cornrows. I said. I literally cannot get one shade darker than I am right now. <sighs> yeah, you're very. Uh, I'll blow up if I get one shade darker. You're very darker. Conan O'Brien-esque uh, yeah. son Maybe thing not as happening. bad as Conan O'Brien. Probably I almost equally as bad, if not Maybe worse. got a little more. <laughs> He's Irish, you know. I'm not Irish. What are you? I'm Irish. Um, are you Irish? I think Scott's Irish, probably. Just <clears throat> normal, like a diet soda type of white person. Yeah. Um, but in Aruba, they have. Um, I mean, it's like it's like a lot of Caribbean countries, in, right? In the sense that there's like the resort part of it, and then there's the town part of it. Um, and it's. <laughs> In, like in the stores on the resort part of it, they have whatever. They have, there's like a fucking Dunkin or there was whatever ten years ago. There was like a Dunkin' Donuts there or something. There's everything that Americans want when they go on vacation, but don't want to go on too much of a vacation. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little store there, and it sells what they purport to be like little pieces of hand carved art from the people native to that area, right? Yeah. And it's like uh they'll they'll tell you it's like all in these glass shelves and it's these little pieces of wood. They're carved into different animals with like a really distinct style that looks like something that would come out of the Caribbean from the island, you know, and they have this story about how the the people there it's like it's like dyed or it's like some kind of paint that they can like stretch over the thing itself or something like that. And I'll tell you like, oh, they use their mouths to like chew the the whatever, like whatever kind of story makes it sound 
to a white person like this is incredible yeah and of course i have the shit in my house because that's i'm a white person so yeah. i bought some of the shit and the and for all i know is it true that there is this like this art style native to that region that the people um who make it are fairly compensated for their uh labor and for their skill and this has been handed down generation to generation whatever and it just happens to end up at the fucking gift shop like next to the resort because you know people are working together and they're mm -hmm. trying to make the world a better place is that is that possible maybe i fuck it, i guess I, that's that's possible that that is real or that parts of it are real or whatever it's just funny that the story on this shit is always like so similar yeah why is it like why does she have this part here look at this this part down here further i learned that there were only about 300 members of their tribe left the women explained to me that because of economic pressures and no way to sustainably provide for their families their children were leaving the mountains for the big cities essentially leaving these beautiful women and their incredible hair rituals to die within a generation so why is it always that the shit is about to like go out of business too like isn't that funny that it just seems like there's always you got to act now and the yeah. white the white lady has to come in and like sit because all of the people who grew up there could give a shit about their grandma's like hair i guess she's the only one who sees it for what it really is i mean it's probably true that like uh the way shit's going they had to like move to the city or whatever but like i believe there is part of that that makes sense <laughs> economics are such you, that yeah a, a white person swooping into i don't know it's fucking true of all of this shit, man. All this shit is true. We, you know, I've said this before. We went to we went to Memphis. Uh, we took a family vacation to Memphis. Uh, went back to Gus's uh, fried chicken, which is so uh, terrific. And for whatever, like dozens of years, was out in the middle of nowhere. And then gradually over time, there was a Memphis location. And then I think the same thing happened with Hattie B's, although. If people are listening and know more about hot chicken history in Nashville than I do, maybe they'll get mad at me and say I'm wrong. But I think the original owners end up selling to uh, like a Lindsay type person. Uh -huh. And now it's like franchise. Like Gus's Fried Chicken is in L.A. Hattie B's is in Las Vegas. All this stuff. It's like, yeah. hmm, like I just can't wait to get in there and like take the thing that someone else did. And, yeah. And expand it or whatever, you know. Very cool uh, process overall. Black people are like. Maybe that's, I mean, <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, you know? I mean, sure. Yeah. Old, it's been happening to us for... Old hat. Yeah. And even us, we're like, <clears throat> we're not making a new discovery by saying that. Yeah. That is... Uh... Hey, have you guys heard about uh, jazz or anything like that? Like... <laughs> right. Yeah. Elvis Presley, right? It's Elvis yeah. Presley. The Elvis Presley phenomenon. So yeah. anyways, that sucks shit. And sorry, it's depressing. Um, and I even bet the shampoo's good, but I probably can't. I'll probably just stick to the whatever I'm kidding myself into thinking is making my hair look good. You'll at this probably time. just uh, keep using Lush cosmetics and mention YKS. You get a twenty very suspicious of that because uh, this has not. I have not given this the stamp, so I don't know anything about this. Fourteen um, grand, almost fifteen grand. So they made their money on this. People love the story. Yeah. Thirty-three days to go yet. So Viore, yeah. look for it. Wherever stuff like this is in the store, could be probably middle of the road. If it fell off a truck, why not? <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you to Olga for sending that in and check out uh, the Patreon episode from last week with our friend Zeke and Olga, who came from uh, LA, where now there's specifically to do the show. Yeah, well, flew well, out for the show. No, not that's true. Mike, let's 
Read an email, my friend. That's where you come in. Sorry, I clicked the thing too early. What are you going to fucking do? Sometimes you got to click. It's fine. Have Dan cut it out or what? Nah, it's fine. Um, this, folks, uh, comes to us from Miles. Miles uh, writes, and he has a YouTube link here. He says, how's this never been on the show? You heard a little preview of what it's going to be here in just a second. There's also DB. My mom's from Lima. Is that how you say it, Mike? Am I saying that correctly? That's not Lima? how you say it. No. Lima? It's Lima, yeah. Like the bean? Like the bean, brother. Says her entire family still lives there. She knew about the weird head shop or whatever in somebody's house you were talking about. Thanks. You remember talking about that? What was that? Not at all. Don't re- don't recall what that was about. But I take his word for it. You take his word that you said it or that it exists? That it, both. So you don't even know what it is no, now? No, I have no idea. If you know what it is, write into YKS. Your well, Kickstarter no, hang sucks on, hold on. He just did. Oh. So, and you didn't know what it was, so. What's his name? Miles. If you know what Miles is talking about, write into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com and let us know. Or if you want to talk about your own stuff, you can here's something we, that we can ask them to write in. I think this, this is a good, this is a fresh area for people to write in about the thing we were talking about earlier with boom job and how sometimes you let the mask slip in a job interview. If you had one of those moments yeah. where you realized the jig was up, they could see you for what you really were, which was, a little pig who needed a job at that time. Yeah. Right into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Let us know about your hashtag interview fail. Not even a nod. Didn't even nod on that. A lot of <laughs> I times I'll look I up and get you, a nod. I give you a blink. <laughs> you were already blinking. Uh, Miles uh, sent in this video that uh, I have seen this. So I have seen this before. Yeah, this is an oldie. I've seen this one also before. This, this has been around since this May of 2018. This is uh, by a guy called Paparazzi and the Photogs. Um, this guy just makes songs about whatever and puts them on YouTube. And what he made back in 2018, he made a song about you, but it wasn't really a value. It's not. It's just uh, It's like SEO for YouTube. Yeah. And like, imagine, like, you know how much money there is in SEO. Like, there's whole firms that'll do this for you. And they'll make sure your website and your copy and all this stuff is up to snuff. And that takes a long time. Such a long time, in fact, that they're, like I said, there are whole companies charging lots and lots of money for it. Five, ten dollars. I mean, as much as you can think of. Ten, fifteen. Sometimes twenty. Twenty-five bucks at the high end. Thirty bucks. And they get away with it. Well, put your site on Google. Thirty bucks. (laughs) Ah, shit. All right. Thirty bucks. But why you would do that for... The audio medium that really can't be effectively parsed in any like relevant way is totally beyond me. I don't know what this guy's deal is. I'll play the song. Jesse Farrar, oh yeah. What a wonderful writer, oh yeah. Jesse Farrar's been Dead spin and vice sports. Rest in peace to both of those. And the billfold. And I think that one's dead also. <laughs> and the classical. And that one's gone as well. <laughs> so. 
coincidence. Jesse Farrar likes to write about the sports world. <laughs> Rest in peace of sports also. I can't believe they got the sports world. So this guy, I wonder if he's still at it. Um, let's see. Four years ago, top tra- tra- Paul Walker tribute song. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Is this guy not doing it anymore? Oh, no. Is he not doing it anymore? Paparazzi Pass- in the photos? Passed away. No, that can't be. Hang on, this I didn't want to see this. I didn't want to see that this guy is not doing it anymore. Well, the other thing is, is he's, he's got so many videos on here that you actually cannot see them all because YouTube did that thing where they won't let you see what the fuck people are doing. Um, he's got uh oh man, I like the song. Look, he's a talented guy, but why he does this, you know? Didn't make a song about me though. That's cool. Um. <laughs> As I do jump off a building. <laughs> Look at this. He's got uh, famous. Oh, here we go. I like famous people in podcasts and so on is one that he. That- I was working at my day job. It's at night, but it's considered a day job. Because if you have a job that's not in the entertainment business, it's considered a day job. Anyway. I was working my day job, I got a phone call on my cell phone I'm not supposed to answer my cell phone when I'm at my day job But I was in the club And he's got everything on Jared here from Subway <laughs> You're a good man Well, this was February of 2017 Okay, was that before? That's a good name but That was after Mostly known as Jared from Subway you had a little bit of extra weight on your body, and you said enough of being this extra weight. It was well after. I'm gonna eat better food. Ah. I'm gonna get it at Subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared from Subway. I, I can't explain to you the depth of this guy's bit that he's doing. It's good, man. I like it. He's He's got thousands of original songs on here. That's good. About whatever the fuck. I like it. If I could play piano or something, I would be doing the same exact thing, I think. Just fucking hammering him out. Why not? He can play the piano. He can sing. He can ad-lib on these things. He can upload it to YouTube. Fucking go crazy. It's very, very funny. Pretty Cannot good. make heads or tails of it. I uh, wish him all the best. So... Anyways, Mike, that's it for the show. Um, you got anything else you wanted to say? Oh, I'm so glad it's over, you know. Till next time. That's a fucking thing to say. Yes. <laughs> that's what you say. Without the first part? Yes. Okay. I'll do it next time. Then. Till next time, I'm Mike. My friend was here too, JF. But you're Jesse. Anything. Uh, I made a breakfast casserole for a buddy's brunch birthday party. Hot Italian sausage, potatoes, peppers and onions, some Colby cheese. Uh, uh, I, I was carrying it back out to the car. Uh, on my on the towel that I brought it wrapped in.
the casserole dish started slipping off of the towel and uh, I was standing on the side of the, well, I was walking towards the side of the road at that point. So all of my forward momentum was in the direction of the concrete, the, the dish left my arms and fell towards the ground and I scrambled desperately to catch it, fumbling it several times uh, before it finally landed on the concrete, followed by myself. Uh, I sustained a minor injury to my hand, scraped the skin off, scraped the skin off my knee as well. But the dish with the leftover casserole in it survived miraculously. Um, so this is more or less just an endorsement of Pyrex casserole dishes. Go out today, buy yourself a Pyrex casserole dish. You won't regret it the next time you drop your leftover casserole. Thanks.